ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत हर चरोतम दैवी सरस्वती व्यास जय मुदीर ये नष्टु अभद्रेशु नित्यं भागवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवतीर्नैष्टिकीय वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय नंदगोपकुमराय गोविंदय नमो नम so there is no specific meter for today's uh, verse so i will start with the word to word translation directly just to repeat for if if i am now i, I hope i am i'll be on yes we are on yeah signals are coming okay yes. good so we are on uh, uh, chapter 5 text number 34 um sorry chapter 5 cha- uh, canto 5 chapter 18 and text number 34 उत्तरेशु ऑन द नॉर्दर्न साइड च ऑल्सो कुरुषु इन द ट्रैक्ट ऑफ लैंड नोन एज कुरु भगवान द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड यज्ञ पुरुष हू एक्सेप्ट ऑल रिजल्ट्स ऑफ सैक्रिफाइसेस कृतवराह रूप having accepted the form of a boar aste exists eternally tam him to certainly devi the goddess ha certainly esha this bhu planet earth sah along with kuru bhi the inhabitants of the land known as kuru ashkalita unfailing bhakti yogena by devotional service thank you upadhavati worship imam this cha also paramam upanishadam the supreme upanishad the supreme the process by which one can approach the lord avartayati chants again and again for the purpose of practice translation उत्तर कुरु वर्ष 
Mother Earth and all the other inhabitants worship him with unfailing devotional service by repeatedly chanting the following Upanishad mantra. There is no purport to this, so we will read the translation of text number 35 as well. So, translation of text 35 is as follows. O Lord, we offer our respectful obeisances unto you as the gigantic person. Because it's a prayer, I'll just read the Sanskrit also. If you don't mind. Om Namo Bhagavate Mantra Tattva Lingaya Yagya Kratave Maha Dvarava Yavaya Mahapurushaya Namaha Karma Shuklaya Triyugaya Namaste O Lord, we offer our respectful obeisances unto you as the gigantic person. Simply by chanting mantras, we shall be able to understand you fully. You are Yajna, sacrifice, and you are the Kratu, ritual. Therefore, all the ritualistic ceremonies of sacrifice are part of your transcendental body and you are the only enjoyer of all sacrifices. Your form is composed of transcendental goodness. Your form is composed of transcendental goodness. You are known as Tri Yuga because in Kali Yuga, you appeared as a concealed incarnation and because you are always, you always fully possess the Three pairs of opulences. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the incarnation for this age of Kali as confirmed in many places throughout the Puranas, the Mahabharata, Srimad Bhagavatam and the Upanishads. The summary of his appearance is given in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Madhya Leela 6.99 as follows. Kali Yuge Leelavatar Nakare Bhagavan Atayevatri Yuga Kari Kahi Taranam. In this age of Kali, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Bhagavan does not appear as a Leela Avatar, an incarnation to display pastimes. Therefore, he is known as Triyug. Unlike other incarnations, Lord Sri Chaitanya. Mahaprabhu appears in this age of Kali as a devotee of the Lord. Therefore, he is called a concealed incarnation or Chana Avatara. Om Ajnanati Mirandashya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahiyam Dadati Swapadantikam Mukham Karoti Vachalam Pangum Langhayate Girim Yatkripa Tamahamande Sri Guru Dinatarinam Vanchakal Pataru Bhyascha Kripasindhu Bhyayevacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnavi Bhyo Namonamaha Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gauravakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
हरे कृष्णा सो कैंटो फाइव चैप्टर एटीन एंड द स्पेसिफिक टेक्स्ट फॉर टुडे विच इज वर्स थर्टी फोर एंड थर्टी फाइव इन दीज वर्सेस एलैबरेशन ऑफ वेदिक कॉस्मोलॉजी इज कंटिन्यूइंग द अर्थली प्लैनेटरी सिस्टम is one out of several planetary systems bhur bhuva swaha maha janah tapah satyam on top and then below there are subterranean heavenly planets and then below that there is pitrulok and then there is 26 hellish planets and then there is garbhodakshai vishnu on whose navel everything is resting he is a virata purusha so the focus is on bhumandal at this point in time but there is a specific focus on on certain aspects of bhumandal bhumandal has got various islands out of which the central island is called as jambudweep and this chapter is talking about the residents of jambudweep who are offering prayers now within jambudweep there are various tracts of land each tract of land is known as a varsha and each varsha has got a predominating deity a prominent worshipper and specific prayers so we have seen up until now various varshas their deities and the prayers thereof so we saw bhadrashrava varsha where bhadrashrava is the devotee and lord hayagriva is the presiding deity we saw hari varsha where we saw prahalad maharaj is the uh, worshipper lord narsingha dev is the worshipable deity we saw ketumala varsha where lord rishikesh as cupid is the predominating deity and the goddess of fortune and the demigods are worshiping him we saw ramyaka varsha where we saw manu and all the inhabitants are the worshipers with matsya dev being the worshipable deity then we saw hiranyamaya varsha where we saw lord vishnu as kurma murti he is the worshipable deity and he is being worshiped by the devotee whose name is aryama today we are starting a new varsha which is called as uttarakuru varsha and who is the worshipable deity lord hari who has assumed the form of a boar who is none other than varahadev shila varahadev bhagwan ki jai and in that form of lord varaha the lord accepts worship from all the inhabitants who are living there transcendental worship so the details of lord varahadev's appearance is given in canto 3 there are several chapters which are dedicated to that but because today is the appearance of shila reappearance of shila varaha dev in the shrimad bhagavatam we will invest few minutes on that and then we will go to the purport also where we'll talk about lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and then today there is the auspicious tirobhav uh, mahotsav of uh, ragurandan thakur acharya as well as vamsidas baba ji so we will talk about four personalities today we will talk about varahadev we will talk about lord chaitanya mahaprabhu we will talk about 
Ragunandan Thakur Acharya and Vamsidas Babaji. So let us start with Varahadev's pastime, very quickly. Very interesting pastime. So, why did Lord Varahadev appear? Yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata paritranaya sadhuna vinashayata duskritam. Hiranyaksha was creating havoc in the universe. A very dangerous demonic personality. Right. Probably number one and number two. Hiranyaksha and Hiranyagashipu. So, what he had done was, he had exploited the earth and the earth had gone into the bottom of the ocean. Garbodaka ocean. And the earth had to be rescued. Obviously, as Prajapati, it Swayambhu Manu took accountability for the condition of the earth. So, he rushed to his manager, who is Lord Brahmaji. <laughs> manager said, I cannot do anything. <laughs> this is grave situation. Lord Brahmaji said, I, it is beyond my scope to do anything here. Too critical a problem. So, therefore, what happened? Lord Brahmaji sat in meditation. When we don't know what to do, what do we do? We sit in meditation and then we call out to the Lord for help. So, Lord Brahmaji you know, was meditating on the Lord and as he was meditating, what happened? From one of his nostrils came out, appeared a tiny boar. Who is Lord? Varahadev. So, tiny boar size. How tiny? The thumb nostril. Thumb, the tip of a thumb came. That size from the nostril. Like that. So, he came out. Just like the Lord did in the Matsya Avatar. What happened? When he came out, he had a particular size. Then he went on increasing, increasing, increasing. So similarly, what happened? The Lord kept on growing and growing and growing like a, the size of a mountain. Mountain is actually very small. He went, kept on growing. He, he was covering, you know, the cosmos like that. Huge. Varahadev. So, obviously, when the demigods saw this, they realized this is not an ordinary boar. Okay. We know what is the condition of an ordinary boar. We, we don't see boars or pigs on the road in Melbourne. <laughs> but we see ample in India. <laughs> they are roaming outside your house only. <laughs> right? And nobody respects them. <laughs> right? Everyone is like... Shoo, shoo, like that. <laughs> so that is the condition of a boar or a pig. But this is... Uh, this is not an ordinary pig. This is, this is a transcendental boar. This is Lord Vishnu himself. So demigods are realizing this is not an ordinary boar. Okay? Otherwise they would have condemned. So, even Lord, even Indra also had to come in that form. But that was because of his material desires. <laughs> he had to take birth. And Brahmaji came and said, what are you doing here? He said, don't disturb me now. I am living in the gutter, happy with my piglets. <laughs> so, this is not that kind of boar. Right? This is a different boar. So, that same demigods can understand that this is, this is the Bhagavan himself. So, Immediately, spontaneously, they start offering prayers to Lord Varahadev. So, there are prayers here in today's Varsha, which is Uttara Kuru Varsha, which we will see. There were prayers then, when originally Lord Varahadev appeared. So, the demigods are you know, uh, offering prayers to Varahadev. And what did Varahadev do? He glanced at them. He glanced at the demigods. And when the Lord's glance appears on us, what goes out of the window? Fear. Fear goes flying out when there is Lord's glance. So, to alleviate their fear, the Lord glanced at them. Now, as we said, there is 
lot of discussion about boar being an abominable creature for example i was hearing a lecture by his holiness adana sami maharaj few years back on varaha dev's appearance day he was saying that usually you know people do, do not keep to people keep so many pets of course dog is also kept as a pet here but either they keep as a pet or they put a photograph i remember in some in one of my friends house we used to have a, he used to have a photograph of a stallion stallion is like a beautiful horse like that so many rich people they keep photographs of all these animals but nobody will keep photograph of a pig in the house correct we have never seen like that correct so ordinarily a boar which is not highly respected here we see that the demigods are worshiping this particular form of a boar because this boar is not an ordinary boar it is a supreme personality of godhead here and this boar is very different differently manifested than an ordinary boar because of the achintya shakti of the lord that is why this size of a boar this size of a boar is also not found here like sri chaitanya prabhu was mentioning about matsya avatar the other day no? this is not a ordinary size of a fish the largest fish is the blue whale no it is some foot feet long but he was saying it was millions of miles long so therefore sri varaha dev was also huge no ordinary boar can have that kind of a size so the lord uh for the lord to manifest this form is nothing because he manifests from the pores of his body millions and billions of universes which are much bigger like that and um he makes all these universes also float so this is achintya shakti of the lord so when the demigods worshiped lord varaha dev when he appeared he glanced at them and told them that don't worry be fearless and then what did the lord do the gigantic form he dived into the ocean he dived into the ocean and when he dived into the ocean it is described that it appeared as if the ocean was being pierced into two parts it was so spontaneous like that and then he went right below he lifted the earth upon his beautiful white tusks and then he began to carry the earth to the top of the ocean in jayadev's jayadev who wrote ashtapati in his dasha avatara stotra specifically he has sung of this avatara of the lord what does he say he says vasati dashan shikhare dharani tavalagna शशिनी कलंक कलेवनिमशवधृता शुकरूपा केशवधृता शुकरूपा जय जगदीश हरे जय जगदीश हरे ओ केशव ओ लॉर्ड ऑफ द यूनिवर्स ओ लॉर्ड हरि who have assumed the form of a boar all glories to you the earth which has become immersed in the garbhodaka ocean at the bottom of the universe sits fixed upon the tips of your tusk like a spot upon the moon like a spot upon the moon <laughs> maitreya muni is explaining this whole pastime to vidur and he is giving a live relay live commentary like in cricket we have that live commentary going on 
like that. He's giving ball by ball commentary. <laughs> this is not ball by ball. This is blow by blow commentary. <laughs> okay, Maitreyamun is giving blow by blow account of this great battle which happened between Varadeva and Hiranyaksha. Now, one of the aspects he is glorifying, Bhagavan means Aishwarya, Samagrasya, Virasya, Aishashriya, Jnana Vairagya, Shaiva, Shannam Bhagavitingana. One of the glories of the Lord is Vairagya. Not only is the Lord powerful, but the Lord is very humble and he is very renounced also. Okay. So, he is bringing out this aspect of the Lord. How? Because as the Lord was working on bringing the earth up, he doesn't have to bring, but he doesn't have to work on it, he could have brought it by his mind also. But still, the Lord is doing this pastime. But as he was bringing the earth up, Hiranyaksha was unleashing terrible humiliation on the Lord. <laughs> terrible humiliation from this monstrous demon who was insulting him with the most piercing, frightening words. And what did the Lord do? If someone tells us, for example, in Mumbai I have seen, when somebody is driving a car, Radesham Prabhu was once uh, saying, I was hearing a class, he was saying, I was, I was sitting on the back seat of the car and I was working on my laptop. And the driver, temple driver, he was driving. And in India, sometimes, you know, those bikes cut you like this from the side. The bike cut or something like something happened and somehow it touched the car, what is the side uh, frame. Nothing happened. It just shook a little bit. and you know. So, the driver immediately stopped the car and then he looked out the window and he abused <laughs> and mother and father. <laughs> Devoted driver only. <laughs> Spontaneous. <laughs> Spontaneous abuse. Okay. So that fellow also, he, anyway, if devotee is abusing, non-devotee, what he will do? He also stopped his bike, he looked back and he also started abusing. Right, and this went on. And then finally, you know, the driver realized that Radesham Prabhu is sitting behind. And he said, oh my goodness, what did I tell? <laughs> and then, you know, uh, he also continued and this driver also continued. And after some time, the driver felt a little bit guilty. He said, I have to break the silence because Radesham Prabhu didn't say anything to him. So, he said, Prabhuji, <laughs> sorry, <huh? laughs> like, oh, what to do? <laughs> what he did, therefore, I did, no. So, because he did, I also did Prabhuji, like that. So, Prabhuji said that, you are asking me a question or are you? <laughs> or are you just, you know, you are you just, Telling for my information what you did, justifying like that. No. So, like that conversation went on. Of course, if I go into the detail, it will be too long. But in short, Adesham Prabhu systematically then cut the ignorance no, of uh, this particular person. Hmm. So, um, so, like that, spontaneously what will happen is someone, if we are in, engaged in activity, that too, Bombay driving is a very critical roads, correct? So, anyway, you can touch anyone like that. So, Lord Varahadev is bringing up this earth and somebody is keeping on cursing you. <laughs> what will you do? You can say, put the earth for a minute and say, excuse me. Kya bola? <laughs> what did you say? Huh? Say that again. Bol. <laughs> like that, you know. This is what the reaction is. But Lord Varahadev is just hearing all these things. He is just hearing because what? He is focused right now on protecting his devotees. He is focused on his task. So, the Lord is showing this. Tolerance, patience, humility. He is saying, I am going to ignore whatever nonsense this fellow is talking. I am going to focus on my service to my devotees. So, the Lord is exhibiting this characteristic. Varahadev. Like that. So, first what he did, he let, allowed this fellow to talk all nonsense. <laughs> he placed the earth in its proper place. And then he said, okay. Now, okay, what were you saying by the way? I will come now. 
and he started the great fight between Lord and Hiranyaksha starts. And Radhanath Maharaj was telling in that lecture that this is greater than any Olympic federation organizing a wrestling or a boxing match. All kinds of mixed martial arts were going on there. Jujilian, what is that? Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Taekwondo, everything was going. <laughs> Lord was punching, everything was going on between both of them, right? And obviously, because the Lord had empowered Hiranyaksha, Hiranyaksha was also to give, be able to give a tough battle to the Lord. By the mercy of the Lord only. He is only the giver of ability. And the Lord was doing this. And Lord was also taking blows. Lord was also giving blows. Maces were being, you know, striking with each other. Like that. And it is said that they were making a deafening sound you know, in the entire universe. Like that. So, now all this fight, what was happening? It was appearing the Lord was getting injured. And obviously, when the Lord gets injured, the demigods were actually wondering, what will happen to the Lord now? Anxiety building up now. Like the last over in a test match. Like that. Or a one-day international. What is the World Cup? Everything, tension was building up. The demigods were seeing that the Lord was also going like this. Lord was looking actually as if, you know, it's a very tough battle and what will happen now? So, the demigods started praying to the Lord. Again, another prayer. <laughs> in anxiety, they started praying to the Lord only. Okay. And then, as they were praying to the Lord, Hiranyakashipu upped the ant. <laughs> what did he do? He created a maya of catastrophic illusions everywhere. Hmm, like that. Hmm. So, thunderbolt rain, all inauspicious signs he created. So, the demigods were even more worried. Actually, it is said that the demigods were on the brink of a nervous breakdown. They saw that. Hmm. Such was the catastrophe. Hmm. Demigods th thought we are finished now with this person. Hmm. And at that time, immediately what did the Lord do? First, he released Sudarshan Chakra. By the power of the Sudarshan Chakra, he made the catastrophic illusion disappear. He could have cut the head of Hiranyaksha also. No, he didn't do that. Because this is Varaha incarnation. <laughs> so, what the Lord did, He just made that disappear with the Sudarshan. And then what happened? It is said that the Lord gently touched, like that, gently touched, gently touched him behind the ear with the hoof. In Hindi, we, in Bombay, especially, we call Kankya Niche Bajaya. Kankya Niche Bajaya, usually it's said when a, when a, Man is harassing a lady and padak, that lady gives him one. <laughs> like that, this was Lord, but, but that is still little bit anger is there. Here the Lord is attacking with the thing. And then what happened? Immediately Hiranyaksha was unconscious just with that touch. Then one may wonder why all this fight. This is the Lord's Leela. He decided to do it. As long as he wanted, he did that. Correct? Entertainment for everyone. So he just touched and Hiranyaksha went unconscious. And then what happened? The Lord pierced. Hiranyaksha with his tusk and then he uh, killed and Hiranyaksha fell like a banyan tree uprooted by the wind. He fell down dead. Everyone was very relieved with this pastime of the killing of Hiranyaksha, deliverance of Hiranyaksha. So relieved that all the demigods started showering flowers and as they started showering flowers, what happened? Lord Varahadev started ascending into the sky. And as he was ascending into the sky, he started assuming a bluish form. First of all, there is a boar. Now, you will not see a blue boar anywhere. <laughs> but this is bluish form. He started uh, assuming. And it is said that this bluish form like, like a tamal tree. 
bluish tamal tree form why did he do that he wanted to assure the demigods because demigods are now worried so much of fights lord narayan or somebody else no he sent someone else <laughs> like that so don't worry bluish complexion i am your lord narayan he gave assurance to the lord and immediately on seeing the bluish form everyone was assured that this is lord narayan himself and again a set of prayers came from the uh, demigods after receiving these prayers from everyone and receiving worship from the demigods the lord returned back to vaikuntha the spiritual world lord varade bhagavan ki the second personality that is mentioned in the next purport today is lord chaitanya mahaprabhu here it is said lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is concealed incarnation or channa avatar one of the best renditions of this i heard very recently <laughs> with his holiness devamrit swami maharaj in that gas works amazing two classes maharaj gave there can never forget that and what a kirtan it was right i don't know all of you were there i'm sure there so it was wonderful so i'm going to speak i said i was i just dug out maharaj's notes and just some key points no um, on this purport so maharaj explained very beautifully that mahaprabhu lord mahaprabhu is called as triyuga and he comes as a concealed incarnation channa avatara which is pretty much what this purport is all about so maharaj explained that when lord krishna wants to experience hmm, separation he manifests as lord chaitanya mahaprabhu and when lord chaitanya mahaprabhu wants to be the supreme enjoyer he manifests as lord krishna <laughs> shri krishna chaitanya radha krishna nahi anya hmm. so maharaj explained that Lord Krishna showed Vraj Leela when he came down in the 10th canto is all about the Vrindavan pastimes of the Lord. So the Lord demonstrated all kinds of pastimes, all kinds of rasas were, were demonstrated by the Lord in, uh, in his uh, nar-like pastimes on this earth. However, he said the Lord did not give any detailed explanation of those pastimes. That is number one. He demonstrated no doubt but there was no explanation of the pastime. but the third aspect is lord krishna did not distribute <laughs> that pastimes how to achieve that pastime where did lord krishna distribute that right so he did not distribute that taste of his own loving pastimes which is vraja bhav the lord krishna in that form did not distribute this so he wanted to dis- do all these things in the form of lord chaitanya he says when i appear as lord chaitanya i will do all that i will relish these pastimes i will taste these pastimes and i will also distribute these pastimes so maharaj was explaining that this is the mystery of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu this is how he is different in one sense his incarnation is different to lord krishna's incarnation at that point in time though both are one and the same personality experiencing tasting and distributing so in chaitanya leela Uh, lord krishna changes his position from enjoyer to being enjoyed this was the second point that maharaj said from enjoyer to one who is being enjoyed and also he demonstrates how we should live our lives and surrender to the lord and how we can also attain that state those states of transcendental mellows यदि गौर न हो तो 
તાબે કી હોય તો કેમો ને ધરિતામ દે રાધાર મહિમા પ્રેમ રસીમા જગતે જાણતો વિથઆઉટ મહાપ્રભુ હાઉ વુડ વી નો ધીસ સો હી કેમ ટુ એસ્પેશિયલી ડિસ્ટ્રીબ્યુટ ધીસ હાઈએસ્ટ એસ્પેક્ટ ઓફ સરેન્ડર ઓર રાગ ભક્તિ દેટ ટુ ટુ ધ મોસ્ટ ફોલન પીપલ ઇન ધ એજ ઓફ કલિયુગ we were we were studying the 12th canto currently we just finished our exams of 12th canto till chapter 7 now last six chapters are left in the bhakti vedanta <laughs> right so chapter 7 is very horrible i mean horrible in the sense not not first seven chapters horrible in the sense very scary to see what is the future of kalyu so definitely one is bound to get detached if one has not got love after 10th canto one will definitely get fear from 12th canto as an incentive to go back to godhead <laughs> so thankfully in one sense kalyuga is that fearful because if kalyuga wouldn't have been like that people who do not otherwise get the incentive to go back to godhead even after hearing the 10th canto what incentive they will have to go back to godhead so therefore kalyuga is again giving us fear and detaching us from any iota of tendency to enjoy this material world now obviously in such a kaliyuga which is terrible horrible where there is prayana alpayusha sabya kalo asmin yuge janaha manda sumanda mataya manda bhagya hi upadrutaha where people are dull trouble troubles uh, you know their mind is all disturbed everyone is quarrelsome everyone has short life span so there ne- there we need an easy process of going back to godhead mm-hmm. this is exactly what lord chaitanya mahaprabhu gave us he gave us the easy process and he gave us the highest attainment out of an easy process the highest attainment in education in india for example is the iit joint entrance exam or the iim ahmedabad cat exam right it's huge labor to do that people go out of their house and go for coaching classes for till uh, from 9th uh, standard itself for 4 4 years people are going for coaching classes away from parents from year 9 to get into iit at the end of year 12 so the attainment is very high but the process is also very difficult but lord chaitanya mahaprabhu has given the attainment of gopi bhav and that too at a a process is very easy hmm? propa said simply chant 16 rounds follow the four regulative principle don't commit offenses that's all and you will go back to godhead if you do this sincerely even if you don't get through the front door i will take you i will recommend you provided you follow this basic thing that itself is a big struggle it's a different issue <laughs> right but the process is very easy attaining raga bhakti or gopi bhav and that too a very easy process so dharma samsthapanarthaya so chaitanya mahaprabhu came to give the kaliyuga dharma which is hari nama sankirtan which is very very easy so what it is said in 12th canto whatever was easily attained by meditation in satya yuga whatever was easily attained by temple worship or worship sorry uh, by sacrifices in treta yuga by worshiping the lotus feet of the lord in dwapar yuga can be easily attained in kaliyuga simply by chanting the hare krishna mantra and lord chaitanya mahaprabhu came to inaugurate and give us this however most of the past times of the lord whatever he did he did as a devotee so to only very confidential associates of his he revealed the mahaprakash leela and all that he revealed himself as the supreme lord even when he was sitting with ramanand rai in the conversations also he acted as if he was very ignorant and he was asking ramanand rai what is the highest 
but obviously the lord was from the way the lord was questioning the lord was goading him and gradually to come to the highest you know, uh, description of bhakti and ramananda rai was also saying who am i telling you you are only the person who is asking you are the only person who is speaking through me <laughs> like that so channa avatara so the lord is hiding his godhood that is why he is called as channa avatara and in this channa avatara he is giving the highest gopi bhav which in one sense is the epitome of selflessness in love of godhead so that is the second uh, verse purport lord chaitanya mahaprabhu ki jai now we will come to the appearance day of the first personality who is none other than ragunandan thakur mahashay let us talk about him very beautiful these two personalities amazing very inspiring so the madhya leela of chaitanya charitamrita around chapter 15 or so mentions of three exalted devotees of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu who are they srila mukunda das srila madhav das and sri narahari sarkar three devotees all of them lived in a village of shrikhanda it is said and ragunandan thakur was born in 1510 the same year as lord chaitanya mahaprabhu was in srirangam the same year he appeared in this world on vasanta panchami as the son of mukunda das otherwise they were all brothers mukunda das madhav das narahari sarkar they were all brothers so he was born as a son of mukunda das now mukunda das himself was a very exalted devotee the gaur ganodesha deepika says that he was vrinda devi but in this past time in his earthly past time mukunda das who was his father was the doctor in the assembly of the muslim king and many he was such a exalted personality that even on seeing a peacock feather he used to faint like that and he everyone knew and acknowledged him he was acknowledged as a very very advanced vaishnava this was his father and now the son ragunandan thakur born to him it is said that ragunandan thakur is kandarpa manjari in vrajlila from the word itself you would have understood who he is kandarpa means who cupid so kandarpa manjari in vrajlila so therefore in dwarka lila he automatically manifested as cupid or pradyumna that was in dwarkalila as the son of the lord but he said that he had another form even in sakhyaras as ujjwal priya narmasakha so three forms he had now in the very childhood ragunandan thakur was taken to nilachal he you know, to meet lord chaitanya mahaprabhu as a very small child he went there as soon as lord chaitanya saw him lord chaitanya asked uh, mukunda das who is father you or him like that so mukunda das understood what is lord chaitanya mahaprabhu's deepest meaning of inquiry he said yes mahaprabhu you are right it's a rhetorical question you are right he is my father why and then mahaprabhu explained yes you are correct whoever explains to you the krishna conscious philosophy is your father whoever helps you in your devo- coming closer to krishna <laughs> it doesn't go by age like that okay of course mukunda himself was very exalted so when we we should not then look down upon mukunda who was he was painting on seeing a peacock father right when i see a peacock then i first thing i'll see i'll take a photo and a selfie with the peacock 
last thing will happen is fainting correct thinking of the lord right so we are busy admiring his creation and admiring the material world but here is an exalted personality so but still in front of him he says that my son is my father therefore you can imagine what is the exalted nature of raghunath that to mahaprabhu is spotting that first time meeting now even more glorious is that in the first meeting itself what happened that small boy raghunandan thakur he sees mahaprabhu's beauty now and spontaneously he starts composing verses small boy composing verse how is it possible right he says that he he discuss describes the beauty of this incarnation of lord krishna chaitanya mahaprabhu and says that i and he says that your beauty beats even the beauty of cupid personified who is cupid he himself raghunandan thakur now see cupid is glorifying the lord like that okay and then he says that i wish your dancing figure ever remains in my mind lord chaitanya mahaprabhu was so pleased with this with the spontaneous composition of raghunandan thakur that he entrusted him on the spot he entrusted him with the service of his personal deity gopinath on the spot and how and how his deity was worshiped by plucking kadamba flowers out of the tree which was growing outside now this is a seasonal flower which comes in two months savan and bhado two months it comes in but since mahaprabhu had given this instruction that tree used to give these flowers all 12 months of the year and raghunandan thakur is to go take these flowers and worship the deities very very special personality of course the most famous pastime of raghunandan thakur was when his father one day had to go out for some work and mukunda das was extremely particular about deity worship very pakka very high standards of deity worship right and then he had to go out one day so it was a circumstance so what he did he called his son raghunandan thakur and he said he was a small boy he said that look very very important and huh? look don't do any garbad don't do any mistake <laughs> right this deity has been worshiped since generations by our family high standards are there i will explain to you and i will go do it perfect raghunandan thakur said okay so he took everything as and then his father went so as explained by his father he took the bhoga as per the processes of pancharatriki vidhi everything was done perfectly and then ting 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 everything over and then he said you have to go out so he went out after some time came in nothing the plate is still there bhoga is still there then he got scared he said did i do something wrong my father had explained to me i said everything correct so he looked at the deity and said eat no why you are not eating <laughs> like that and just the simplicity of that particular request eat no why you are not eating like that with complete innocence and with full faith that prayer simplicity innocence faith this was the ingredient <laughs> immediately lord came out and what happened he started eating and when there is faith there is no bewilderment gopal is eating i asked you to eat you eat if i invite you to my house and you eat nothing is going to be bewildering for me there correct so he ate and then the lord went inside so then he said okay thank you hari bol so came out after some time father came 
it's a did you offer and i offered okay thank you okay so he told okay bring the mahaprasadam so what mahaprasadam <laughs> lord has eaten everything so what <laughs> so mukunda himself is little bit faith is being tested <laughs> but mukundas his first faith was not in the lord his first faith was in his son he said my son is not this mischievous fellow you know <laughs> like the teenagers of today <laughs> you know not like that he will not tell something you know or he will not play tricks towards me right so he said this son is very innocent he is very you know very truthful and very sadhu kind of boy why will he you know bluff but still something was there something is going on here so he had a doubt that maybe maybe lord has eaten hot eaten but maybe he has eaten you know he was, was vacillating in his thoughts so one day when he went out he said again i am going out now he said he didn't actually go out for anything he went out and hid behind somewhere okay on the pretext of going out and he gave the same instructions to him he said now this time he gave a laddu <laughs> he said you offer this laddu to the lord so raghunandan thakur said okay so he offered the laddu and then what happened um mukundas was looking from from outside okay and he saw actually the deity came out and started eating the laddu half the laddu had been finished and the lord looked ah mukundas is now looking at me he dropped it and went away actually he took the laddu and went away itself hmm? and disappeared from the vision and then mukundas realized my goodness who is this my son or what what is this i oh, so many years i have and lord never did this uh, now that half laddu it is said some people say that it is still there hmm? but we need divine eyes to see that half laddu hmm? of the lord people have still seen that half laddu okay so Uh, because that deity is still worshipped hmm. like that so this is how exalted raghunandan thakur was hmm. so it is mentioned that raghunandan thakur participated in the uh, festival which was held in shrikhanda hmm. in this um, uh, and and he used to also participate in the kethuri festival hmm. which was organized by lord Nith- uh, raghunath das goswami right he only served no, under lord nityananda's instructions hmm. now one of the interesting pastimes is his meeting with abhiram uh, gopal hmm? now all of us remember that abhiram gopal abhiram gopal was another exalted personality who was he he was ridhama ridhama saka abhiram das okay. uh, thakur so abhiram gopal thakur so he had a whip hmm? the na- whip the whip's name was jayamangal <laughs> and whoever used to get whipped by that he used to get prema ecstatic prema hmm? now obviously you know um, uh, he had a habit abhiram thakur of whenever he heard about some exalted personality he used to go there and, and touch them with the whip okay to enhance their ecstasy but sometimes some rascals who were sahajiyas okay they used to get exposed also by that whip <laughs> so in general people are scared of that whip <laughs> kaliyuga is going on no kaliyuga sahajiyas are more <laughs> so people are scared of that whip okay so when he heard about raghunandan thakur he said i want to see this and take darshan and pay obeisances to him that was his mood abhiram das okay uh, gopal thakur hmm? so he came on the way hmm? and um, as the mother of uh, raghunandan thakur every mother is very protective about the child no? whatever it is okay so he may had a, he may be an exalted devotee for a mother it is only child no so mother got very anxious this is why this abhiram das this gopal is coming that too why is bringing his whip <laughs> what happens if to apple to my son like that right so but still he came and when uh, and then she, she was kind of keeping hiding the son 
But when uh, Abhiram Thakur came and when Raghunandan Thakur saw him, spontaneously two Vaishnavas will come together, right? Immediately both of them came together and both of them started dancing. It is described that dance was so wild, so wild, so wild was the dancing that the Nupur which he was wearing, who Raghunandan Thakur, it flew four miles away. <laughs> some people say two, some people say four. But two is also big. Two miles away is also big. <laughs> Nobody will argue, Prabhu, what was two only? Two miles which Nupur, even if we, that, what is that, Olympic mein that fellow is throwing, that fill, what is that? Short putt or that javelin. That also will not go two miles, right? And even if you give him Nupur, he, I don't think two miles, the strongest fellow will. So this Nupur, by that dancing, it went two miles away. Like that. So this is only Lord Krishna can do. Lord Krishna's Nupur also used to go like that. And Mother Yashoda always used to find Nupur missing. You know, at the end of the day. <laughs> he asked, where have you done come? Where have you missed it? She so used to chastise the Lord. So, uh, and then, wherever that Nupur fell, there is a kund that was created there. And that is called as Nupur kund. And today it is said that Nupur is still there and it is being worshipped in a temple over there. Now, Already this Kirtan is wild. Already he is dancing wild. Nupur has flown away. On top of then what Abhiram Thakur did? He removed the whip. <laughs> now he touched. Now what happened? Further. We can only imagine what happened now. Right? Such levels of ecstasy, both of them went to that the mother got bewildered. She said, what is going on? Stop it, please stop. Stop this ecstasy because she thought our son will die in this ecstasy. Such ecstatic symptoms Raghunandan uh, Thakur was manifesting that mother requested to stop. So then that, thankfully, you know, mother's request nobody can you know, deny. <laughs> it's okay, okay. Okay, it stopped. And then they looked at each other and embraced each other. Hmm. Raghunandan Thakur and Abhiram Gopal Thakur. And it is said that that embrace lasted for hours and hours. <laughs> but uh, mother was happy. At least, no, embrace is okay. <laughs> safer option. The Bhakti Ratnakar mentions of one, one other pastime of Raghunandan Thakur. It is said that Raghunandan Thakur was very attached to Srinivas Acharya. And therefore, he organized a Bhagavat Katha on the day of Ekadashi. And he requested Srinivas Acharya to speak. So, the lecture was given. Everyone was ecstatic. But in that, another personality, great personality, Veerabhadra was present. Lord Lord. Nityananda's son. He was present in that. And a Kirtan started after that. Now, who arranged for the Kirtan? It is said, Raghunandan Thakur arranged for the Kirtan. So what he did, he touched all the instruments and he applied Kumkum, Chandan, all these things. He worshipped all the paraphernalia before the Kirtan. Now you can imagine, when he did that and Raghunandan Thakur's mercy is there on that Kirtan, what happened to the Kirtan? Another ecstatic ecstatic kirtan so ecstatic so ecstatic that Virabhadra Lord Nityananda's son started dancing and it was people were witnessing with 50 eyes you know when he was dancing there was a blind man who was asking Kima Kurvata Sanjaya like that he was asking Kima Kurvata Virabhadra <laughs> so he said what is going on describe me every movement of Virabhadra what is going on in that dance and one devotee was narrating this great dance ecstatic dance to this blind man but what happened by the mercy of the Lord the blind man's eagerness was so much 
that by the mercy of veerabhadra he got his eyesight and then he was also able to that was the kind of kirtan that was there and this was ragunandan thakur's mercy but started all these things right blind man also got his vision hmm. subsequently ragunandan thakur prepared a huge feast for everyone hmm. and the next day was dwadashi that also he prepared huge feast and everyone was fed now by the time this dwadashi happened remember that there were three personalities in the beginning one was narahari sarkar right madhav das narahari sarkar brothers narahari sarkar had already left the world hmm. but uh, ragunandan thakur was very attached to his uncle hmm. so what he did he knew there was a samadhi there of narahari uh, thakur so he took the prasadam bhoga uh, sorry prasadam after offering and then he offered it to the deity of to in the samadhi of narahari uh, sarkar and what happened narahari sarkar appeared there in his celestial form you know to and gave darshan to ragunandan thakur hmm. so this was uh, uh, the power hmm, of this boy hmm. and then from there he traveled to the kheturi festival hmm. in the final days hmm, he had a great desire to again meet srinivas acharya so he met srinivas acharya ragunandan thakur met srinivas acharya and in the conversation he started predicting how great srinivas acharya will be how successful he will be as a preacher and then again another transcendental kirtan happened and then he started dancing ragunandan thakur as he was dancing in the kirtan his size kept on reducing 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 and in the front of everyone it became small small and he disappeared that was the disappearance of ragunandan thakur and this happened it is mentioned it happened by the mercy of lord chaitanya who also was present like that lord chaitanya personally took him back like that so that was his uh, disappearance on shravan chaturthi day ragunandan thakur's son none other than the exalted kanai thakur his name was and his descendants it is said are still residing in shrikhand so shri ragunandan thakur acharya ki yeah to the final one today is also the tiruva mahotsav of vamsidas baba ji another exalted personality and when we hear this again so much inspiration we get right vamsidas baba ji maharaj was a completely unconventional person <laughs> like gaurkeshwar das baba ji maharaj avadut <laughs> sadhu no nobody can do any nonsense in front of him <laughs> complete cutting cut 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 like that avadut sadhu now interesting was that he used to live during the same time as bhakti siddhanta saraswati you know thakur was there in the planet siddha mahatma and he used to, he was in the lineage of narottam das thakur like that and whole day vamsidas baba ji will continue singing songs from prarthana of narottam das thakur and another book what is the second composition anyone remembers narottam das thakur one is prarthana which is famous forgot the second one but the uh, two compositions whole day he will uh, sing that hmm? and he had learnt all this under another personality whose name was also narottam baba ji maharaj so whole childhood of vamsidas baba ji he used to go to the kutir of narottam das baba ji and from there he got his love for 
Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Radha and Krishna. So he appeared in a place called Majitpur in Bangladesh, East Bengal. And from there he came to Navadvip. And he started living in the banks of the Ganges in a place called Baral Ghat in Navadvip, in a small secluded hut. Now, because he was living in the same time duration as Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur was also manifesting his pastimes in the planet, he was very respected and he was provided grains by the Gaudiyamat. The Gaudiyamat disciples used to look after his uh, food from time to time. But he was not very conventional. As I said, he was like a, he was, his external demeanor was like a mad person, a crazy person. In Unmad, transcendental madness all the time. The only possessions he had was his cow pin and he had a kamandalu and he had his kantimala. That's all he had, nothing else. And his whole world centered around his three, de- his six deities were there. Whole world was centered around the six deities. Who were the deities? Lord Gauranga, Lord Nityananda, Gadadhar, Radha, Rani, Lord Krishna and Gopal. <laughs> These were the six deities. That was the whole world for him. He had no other person. Six deities, Kaupin, <laughs> Kamandal and Kantimala. Bas, that's all. Nothing else he had in his life. right? And for the service of these deities, he had two brass pots, some earthen pots, one plate, one glass, some, some small cups, Panchapatra, bell, conch shell. That's all. Okay. Basic. That was his whole life. Worshipping his deities. Now, every morning he will go and collect flowers. Right? And then he will do bhiksha. And then he will come back and he will start talking to his deities. Now, only people who understood a specific type of Bengali. It is not conventional Bengali. He used to talk a very specific dialect of Majidpur. Only people, those people knew what he was talking to the deities. But he will continuously keep on talking his deities throughout the day. Not only throughout the day, throughout the night also. <laughs> he used to continue talking to them. right? And then he used to bring these uh, flowers and then he used to string garlands and he used to cook. Now his cooking was not like, you know, timing and all. There was no timing. <laughs> there was no sense of time. <laughs> his cooking was very, used to go on and on and on and on. Like that. Slowly he will cut, he will talk. Then he, whenever his mood comes, he will cook. <laughs> like that. So, in deep contemplation and whole day he will be singing and talking to his deities. So, by that time he used to cook, it was late evening. <laughs> and then he used to offer boga to his deities. So, one day somebody came, one day he incidentally offered at 9.30 morning boga. So, some devotees are very good, Babaji. First class, you know, you are offering at 9.30 am in the morning itself today. He said, is it 9.30 am in the morning? Huh? What is day? I don't know. Is it daytime? Is it night time? He is asking. So, he did not know 9.30. Maybe it was the previous day's boga being offered at 9.30 in the morning. So, he said, it's in India, we say, you know, in Bombay. When the train comes out time, on time, it is the previous day's train. <laughs> like that. So, 9.30 in the morning, he is saying that, you know, what 9.30? You know? So, he had no sense of time. He says, and he told his brahmachari, what is day? What is time? Nothing like that. <laughs> he said, so he went away. <laughs> I don't understand what this madman is speaking. <laughs> like that. So whole night he was away talking and singing. Now one day what happened? One lady came there and she was selling fish. <laughs> so she came to Babaji. <laughs> and Babaji, because in Majidpur, he came from fisherman family. So he had a spontaneous attraction for fish because of childhood. Like the childhood practice. Like that. Okay, obviously he had given up fish. Right? 
exalted paramahamsa but he saw this fish and this lady said nice fish i have caught so baba ji saw this fish and for a fraction of a second he tempted what a fish nice to eat <laughs> it will be baba ji got that but moment baba ji got that thought he went into a fit of anger on who on himself no on his deities <laughs> he said you you rascals how come you know you can give me this thought whole life i am serving you still such thoughts are coming to my mind he started blasting his deities as if they were responsible for this <laughs> and what he did in the fit of anger he tied the deities to a rope and he threw the deities in the ganges such that only their feet were up he must inside the water torture to the deities how dare you did this to me and what happened some gaudiya mat brahmacharis were walking past they said oh shiv 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 no vishnu 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 what is this this is this is not correct no this is not in the pancharatri vidhi how the deities should be worshiped who will tie their deities and throw them in the they said what is this and then when they told uh, they went and immediately reported to bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur he said none of you will go near the baba ji <laughs> stay away from him no association with him like that hmm? and then one man still went to baba ji and inquired baba ji what are you doing you know, is not correct as per pancharatri <laughs> this is not the way to do deity worship baba ji how he responded he took the nearest throw stone that was <laughs> he threw it at the baba ji he ran away from there <laughs> and bhakti siddhanta saraswati then called all his disciples he said why you go there and meddle with him so he told none of you will go anywhere near him now no? and then obviously bhakti siddhanta saraswati said i am giving you a reason why not you should not associate with them but don't mistake it in the other way okay he said you because you have no qualification to associate with him you have no qualification to associate with him you will not understand his mood towards him and therefore you will go and commit offenses telling him you know vaidhi sadhana bhakti and all those things <laughs> he is a paramahamsa so don't go near him only okay otherwise your devotional life will get ruined so don't go next near him like that so he was left alone like that just go any service is there keep the plate come from there don't talk to him just come like that so this was the instruction still one another brahmachari went there <laughs> another stone kept flying towards him and then he never went after that <laughs> now baba ji had this habit he will never lock the door of his kutir always kutir was open so somebody asked baba ji baba ji why you are not locking you know kutir door so much bhoga and all that and all that uh, you know offerings which come donations come like that baba ji said if the owner of the house these people these six people they are the owner of the house if they cannot keep a watch then it is not my responsibility no if somebody is giving them something they have to take care why i have to take care <laughs> like that he saying so i am not going to do all those things i don't have time for locking the house and all those things hmm? so, and then what he did baba ji left all the three keys with the deities only he said i have given them the keys they have to lock if they want <laughs> like that was his mood <laughs> so once somebody gave gold necklace <laughs> to the deity obviously the thief was watching <laughs> baba ji did not lock the door gold what, what how, how does it matter to baba ji whether it is gold or not <laughs> right they have to take care so therefore he left door open thief came thief took <laughs> the gold necklace and thief ran away in the evening baba ji came 
So somebody told Babaji, golden necklace was given and it has got stolen. So what did Babaji do? Babaji did not get angry at the thief. Who he got angry on? <laughs> Deities. <laughs> he said you. <laughs> Complete scolding to the deities. You know? How dare you can do like that? You, know? you don't know how to protect your own golden ornaments? Useless. <laughs> Good for nothing. <laughs> you are taking care of this whole world. You can't protect one, you know, your own ornaments. You know? Who are you? Like that. So deities used to also get scared. <laughs> Babaji. Like that. So... Then Babaji said, okay. But still after some time, Babaji sat like that. And then he got a hint. Ah, I know who has stolen. <laughs> he know who can do this. <laughs> Small place. Correct. So he went and caught the thief. So when he asked the thief, oh, give that you know, golden ornament back like that. The thief said, what golden ornament? So Babaji said, you give. Deities. The thief started hitting Babaji. Physically hitting Babaji. And actually he threw Babaji from the veranda. And Babaji got hurt. But Babaji just went to ask for the golden necklace. He will not fight with anyone. So he said, okay. And he came back. It is said that the thief died. And his entire family died after that. <laughs> Babaji didn't do anything. Right? Now, Babaji had another habit. You know, unique habit. That sometimes the pots also used to get stolen. <laughs> the cooking pots. Now when the pots get stolen, what did Babaji do again? Who was getting punishment? Deities. Once, Lord Gaurnitha's both pots were stolen. Babaji said, I am not cooking. You didn't take care of your pots. No cooking, no food for you today. And Lord Nityananda got scared. So, it's Lord Nityananda went out and he looked, went around looking for his pot. He caught the thief and the thief somehow, in spite of the thief, thief came back and gave the pot. <laughs> pot is given. So, Babaji cooked nice feast for Lord Nityananda because he was starving. And he fed Lord Natyananda. And Gaurang Mahaprabhu was watching. <laughs> he, Mahaprabhu said, what about me? He said, why? You don't get any food today. You go and get your pot first. <laughs> so Mahaprabhu was watching. Nityananda was nicely eating. <laughs> so then uh, Mahaprabhu also said, I have to do something. So he also went out. He caught the thief. Another thief came back. Another pot came back. And then Babaji started cooking. But then poor, you know, he, deities are hungry, no? Full time. What to do? Babaji started crying. Babaji told deities, why you rascals do like this? <laughs> you know, you know how much I love you. you know? Why you people have to be hungry like this? Next time you have to take care. And then Gaurnita said, okay, okay, we will take care from next time. We will not, this mistake will not happen again. <laughs> Full reverse thing is happening here now. We ask Aparadha Shama. And deities are asking, they are saying the offense, Aparadha prayers. <laughs> we will not make this mistake again. Full reverse. Okay, so in 19, uh, February 1941, it is said that Vamsidas Babaji left Navadip and he went to Vrindavan and he was traveling everywhere. So he traveled to many, many parts, you know, like that, many, many holy dhams. Now, everywhere that Babaji went, he remained absorbed in chanting the holy names and meditating on Radha Krishna's transcendental forms. Sometimes he will laugh loudly, sometimes he will babble incoherently or sometimes he will go completely silent. So nobody was, nobody was able to understand or predict his mood. And travelling like this, he came to Jagannath Puri. And that was Ratyatra was going on. The moment Bamchidas Babaji came there, Radhkar stopped. <laughs> and Bamchidas Babaji went to the deities and started talking in that same Bengali, Majidpur Bengali. Nobody would understand what he was talking. 
the rath cart would not move till vamsidas viri baba ji you are having some conversation no prayer and some conversation maybe i don't know whether it was chastising <laughs> the deities <laughs> but some conversation was happening and then the deities started moving only after vamsidas baba ji finished this conversation like that right so this was one another chamatkar that that he showed hmm? now we said that his behavior was absolutely unconventional so obviously who will get instructions from baba ji anyone used to go like many gaurkeshwadas baba ji also people went for blessings he said you want blessings <laughs> okay renounce and come and sit with me in the la- public lavatory <laughs> if you want to renounce like that he is very heavy nobody will, they will disappear from there next time they will not come for blessing like that so what blessings do you want baba ji used to ask so like that what has to happen is that uh baba ji was always like that like an avadut okay very unconventional in behavior hmm? but people still sometimes used to come to him and some and and when baba ji started instructing those people suddenly he became very different he became very conventional and he used to speak like an erudite scholar like that he could do that also right so someone came and asked him one day a question baba ji what is the greatest danger hmm? in life and what did baba ji say the greatest danger is committing offenses unto the lotus feet of vaishnavas right now he and then he went away now there was one more person who said that baba ji is answering all these things now so let me also go and ask so he went and uh, asked baba ji baba ji showed him away <laughs> he asked baba ji he wanted to ask baba ji baba ji uh, i want to see bhagwan he said baba ji said go <laughs> baba ji didn't see sincerity but he, he was relentless so he again and came to baba ji baba ji said go away but he came again and again and again and then one day baba ji got irritated <laughs> with him irritated or transcendently irritated i don't know or whether baba ji thought right time to give the answer so he again and said baba ji i want to see bhagwan baba ji said then weep he said that's all <laughs> only one word like banu maharaj gives one line answer no like that weep <laughs> he said that's all so this was the only instruction baba ji gave if you want to see bhagwan we have to cry nayanam galadashru dharaya vadanam gadgadharudhayagira pulakair nichitam papu kada tava nama grahane bhavishyati even if he roughly handles you by his embrace and is not present before us we can attain him only if we weep in that viraha viraha which is lord chaitanya mahaprabhu's purpose of descent the descent of channa avatar to give that mood hmm. the final days of vamsidas baba ji maharaj he went back to majidpur where he was born and he spent the last years of his earthly pastimes on the banks of a river in majidpur baba ji's appearance day today on the shukla chaturthi of shravan hmm. so he unwound his past times in this material world shila vamsidas baba ji maharaj ki jai shila prabhupad ki jai grantrar shrimad bhagavatam ki jai jai nitai gaurav prema